When you think of branding, what comes to mind? Perhaps this? Or maybe this. Or certainly these. But what about your brand? We are flooded with brands jamming every communication channel we use these days, and that makes connecting with customers frustrating at best. This is the Biz News Podcast. One-on-one -on -one conversations with experts in business and personal development. Branding guru Kim Rosdeep says branding is a process, not a goal. He's developed what he calls the five C's of branding, and he joins us in this edition of Biz News Interviews. Well, Kim, let's set the table for our uh, audience. If you would tell them a little bit about yourself. How did you get to where you are today? How did I get here? So I started uh, working uh, way back when. I uh, started uh, working in marketing. I discovered I really liked communications. So I actually went on to an advertising agency. Uh, and I worked uh, for 10 years with Ogilvy & Mather. It's one of the top uh, advertising agencies in the world. David Ogilvy, uh, one of the, I think, uh, icons as it concerns branding. Uh, so I worked there and I worked for a small agency and then I went actually from there to client side. Uh, and I've been working now for oh, over 20, year, 20 years for a Fortune 500 company um, looking after communications and public affairs. Now, you are an expert in branding, but you say branding is a process and not a goal. What do you mean by that? Well, branding, the, the, let me step back a bit and just sort of talk, what is a brand? Because a brand isn't about what it says or does, but how it makes the customer feel. So if, if you understand that the brand is owned by the customer, your job as, as the steward of the brand is to make sure how your customer is feeling is a positive one. And, and all the touch points um, that you have in your arsenal of, of, of branding tools collectively get to the feeling that you want that customer to feel. That sounds a pretty soft, touchy-feely sort of stuff. Am I being well, too uh, unkind to the process here? No. So, so the actual process itself is quite technical and scientific, but the actual outcome is somewhat touchy-feely. Okay. Because, because we, as, as human beings, um, our memories and all of our things that we, we, we trust or things that we care about are attached to a feeling, a positive feeling. So if we can get a positive feeling from an interaction with a product or service, we get a, a spot in that person's mind. And it's so hard today for any brand to get a spot in a person's mind because it's loaded. We've got so many things going on, so many messages that we're getting. 
that it's really hard for any brand to penetrate and get a spot. So if we can get a spot and we can get there from an emotional point of view, we have a greater chance of residing there much longer than just a transaction. That might explain why so many television commercials seem like mini 30-second stories with a beginning, middle, and end. And, oh, yeah, they're sponsored, too. Oh, yeah. And and the music, uh, I mean, the emotional tie that they try to pull you in is incredible. And some, some creative uh, um, commercials, I, I just, I watch over and over because, I mean, they're brilliant on how they're able in those very short period of time, draw you in. And they draw you in by pulling on other memories that you have. Would you give us a couple of examples of uh, that you think are really, really good about that? I mean, commercials? Yes. Yeah. So so I, I love, I have a, a, a blog that I do. And every uh, uh, December, I write about the advertising that's put out because every season we have the holiday season, Christmas, and all the big brands put out all the guns and try to capture that emotional tie to their customers. You know, it's at a time where, where people are, are feeling good, uh, or at least hopefully people are feeling good. They're giving, uh, they're thinking about others. And, and so, you know, I there's there's a number of, of different uh, commercials that 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 uh, are out there, but I would say collectively during that time, there are some incredible commercials. I know uh, Disney Disney continues to always put out um, some very good, and as you said, they're a mini movie. Uh, these these uh, small uh, vignettes of of life and about. The story and the, most of these stories are about caring. It's about you know sharing. Uh, it is about you know, it's better to give than take. Yeah, but which I'm leads running us an itty bitty business uh, where I've got you know fifteen people that I pay every other week. How can I do that for my product or service? So, great question. Uh, I I came up with the five C's of branding and, and quickly through the five C's, one is commitment. The second one is construct, which is the logo, the color. The third one is the community and the community. And why I'm bringing this one up is your community starts with your employees. Your employees can become ambassadors. Your employees can be advocates to your product, to your service. So that's a good starting point. Do they live the why? Do they understand your commitment of what you're trying to accomplish? Uh, in my book, Branding Queens, what's really interesting is the commitment of, of many of the women that were uh, you know, in charge of developing brands, they saw the big picture. So when you, you know, the first thing you think is, I need just to get my product out. But that's true. And, and brands, as I said, it's a journey because you don't know where you're, where you're going with your brand right at the beginning. At the beginning, you're just trying to deliver a product. And as your employees, same thing. It's an, it's an evolution of understanding of what your goal is 
to to make sure your your employees are there because they can amplify, you know, your your goals and your commitment much better than you can do it yourself. Now, number four and number five on your list would be what? Ah, good question. So um, number four is content. And this is the one that I think most people uh, directly associate with uh, brand, which is your communications, your your advertising, your social media, all of them, all of the channels that you use and all of the messages that you're putting out uh, to start building uh, your brand. And then the final one, which I think is the one that that people are surprised with, but actually probably is one of the most important one, is consistency. It's how do you deliver that product or that service consistent every time? And if you've got multiple locations, you've got maybe multiple uh, countries, how do you make sure that that delivery of what you're trying to do is delivered accurately every single time and on top of that the world keeps changing expectations keep changing how do you keep on top of that so consistency becomes really the the the, the really most important one to make sure that you're going to be sustainable a lot of this goes back to uh, building a trust uh, among consumers uh for your product or service but that trust can be uh, blown up in an instant by a bad employee or a faulty product, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a number of cases where a product 20 years, 30 years building uh, an infrastructure, a network, and employee base that's huge and absolutely be demolished by one email. That's pretty uh, frightening. Uh, how do you how do you counsel your clients about that? So you've got to always think about your customer. You always need to, and I go back to, you know, it is about the customer. Everything that you're doing should be about the customer. What will they think when they hear this? What will they do when they hear this? Or what will they say? So it is always putting that filter on, or at least that that um, litmus test, to ensure everything you're doing is in the face of of them, that you can stand up for to them and say, "This is why I'm doing it." And if you can't do that, you shouldn't do it. I mean, the other one is everything that you do. How would that be perceived? in a media environment, you know, what's the front page going to say the next day? Something you you good probably something don't want to necessarily be on the front page the next day. Not if it's not, if it's uh, a negative thing. No. So and you speak, have speak, to speaking of front pages uh, and that uh, as you develop uh, branding for your uh, uh, clients and as you research it uh, continuously what do you see as the future of where our small business people should be putting their branding money because it's certainly not limitless yeah no and and interestingly starting out there is no money so you have to be creative very creative and one ways that you can start getting your message out 
and getting people aware of your product or service is, is utilizing media. Um, public relations is a great tool, but it takes work. You have to build connections. You have to build connections with people like yourself out there that will be able to help amplify your message. Um, interesting stories. Uh, if you can get people to write about what you're doing. And again, it's not, if you go in with the idea that you're going to sell your product, you're going to go nowhere. But if you go in with saying, I'm solving a problem and here's the problem. And here's why it's important to solve this problem. It's a very different, that's a story now. And so if you can get a story and somebody will able to actually, you know, communicate that story, it grows. And, and I've seen this with a number of the women uh, in the, my book, Branding Queens, where they did, they spent a lot of time building relationships with media and they got really good, as I say, free ink uh, out there to allow them to start getting their messages out there. And the other interesting thing that happens is you become a voice of, of, of either the cause that you're, you're concerned with or an area that, that you're an expert in that allows others to draw from you because you have become a leader uh, in, this, in this topic. So, so that's, I think, is a really good starting point. As I said, it takes time, not necessarily money, but it does take time to build these types of relationships. Outside of that, you've got digital and the social networks uh, as well. And this is a nice way to also start building your, your network of, of followers, as well as building an authority on a particular topic. Kim, as you were uh, researching your book, uh, what did you run across that uh, startled you? I didn't know that. Uh, could you give us a couple of examples? Oh, yeah. Uh, quite a few, actually. I, I, the first thing that I discovered, though, um, Douglas, was not very much was written about a lot of these women when you go back into the 1800s. Back to they the were 1800s. Oddities. They were oddities. They were absolutely oddities. So there was not a lot recorded about what they did from a business perspective. As you go forward closer to, to you know, uh, our days, um, the youngest uh, brand that I have in the book is 18 years. There are more information because there's more avenues of, of communications that are out there that have captured some of the the adventures of these these women, but my 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 I'll start with my first story, which is uh, with the actually the oldest brand uh, that's in the book, which is Vive Clicquot, which is the champagne. And Vive Clicquot, Vive uh, in French translates in English to widow, which I didn't know. I've been drinking the champagne wherever I you know was able to afford it. Uh, and it, sorry. And what was amazing was why would you put widow on a bottle of champagne? So that started my quest as to understanding why. And then are there other women out there that built iconic brands like this one? And there are, there's quite a few actually, uh, Bissell, 
and Bissell. Uh, Bissell's the, the vacuum cleaner that's out there today. Uh, started with her husband. He was the inventor. She was the salesperson. Unfortunately, he passed away uh, when he was younger. Uh, and she continued on with the business and made it an international business uh, company. And it's still run by her great-great-grandson. Um, still a, a private family business. Uh, there are a number of cosmetics. Um, Madam uh, C.J. Walker, the first millionaire Black woman, uh, she helped empower Black women by you know, having them uh, become sales uh, agents for her uh, across the United States. Uh, and she had to, she actually built a university um, to help these women uh, and educate them, not just on her cosmetics, but on, on life, how to, how to live uh, and, and on education. So uh, she brought a lot of these women um, to become entrepreneurs uh, on their own right uh, as well. Mary Kay was another one who did similar, uh, followed a similar model. Uh, she started at, later in her life. She was, uh, I think, in her 40s uh, when she started uh, her business. And again, she was building a business so that she could help other women um, become entrepreneurs as well. And that still is a going concern out there. So I go back to that. Uh, your question is, is this kind of touchy-feely? Yeah, it is. Because what was interesting in a lot of these cases is they started with, with a passion to do something much bigger than just selling a, a widget. And all else followed as we as we see uh do you have a website where some of our listeners and viewers can get more information about you and what it is that you do absolutely i i have a website it's it's www.rozdeba.com uh there i have my my blog uh, which i write about branding uh, and also, I have lots of information about me and, and of course, my book, Brandy Queens. Kim, you have been very generous with some great information uh, that you have discovered over the years. What would you like to add, though, that we have not had a chance to talk about? What would I like to add? So I'm going to go back to, to the, the message that you had, uh, or at least the question you'd asked me about the journey and not the, the destination. When you build a brand, think of building it one customer at a time. Now we're in a world today where you can, you know, TikTok, you can see, I don't know, millions of people if you, if you, you, uh, something goes viral, but to actually build a brand relationship with a customer, it is one customer at a time. You've been watching the Biz News Podcast. We welcome your input. Send your email to editor at biznews.com. Thanks for watching.